You're listening to the Two Minute Timeline. This is Chip with the Two Minute Time Lord Podcast, and by the time you're listening to this, the Gallifrey One Convention for 2010 will be in the past, but I am here with uh, the man who's been such an important part of the convention uh, since its beginning, Sean Lyon. Sean, it's Sunday afternoon. How are you doing? Very tired, but otherwise very, very pleased with the way everything's gone this year. Um, let me get just a little bit of a history. Uh, what led you to decide to try to pull this off uh, 21 years ago? Well, we were a lot younger and a little stupid, I think. No, we um, we uh, just decided there was there was a lot of interest in doing a local convention here, and um, we got going in 1990, and it was kind of trial and error for the first few years, and then um, just some magical things happened with the new. Uh, TV movie in 96, and then the whole uh, influx of things like Big Finish and BBC Books and so forth. And um, it's just kind of spiraled from there, actually. I haven't been to the UK myself to compare, and I'm sure that there are probably arguments to be made, but it seems that arguably this is the biggest, certainly the biggest fan-run convention for Doctor Who in the world. What made LA the epicenter for a um, UK project? You know, I don't really know. Um, I think really what's caused it to become as big as it is is word of mouth. Um, First, I think, like, discussion forums online and so forth. And then after the fact, Twitter and Facebook and everything, it just seems people want to, they come and they have a good time and they want to bring their friends and so forth. And maybe it's the the fun atmosphere that people enjoy here. But for some reason, like I said, I mean, it's spiraling a little bit out of control, I think, in, in certain respects. Um, I'm not sure why Los Angeles, other than maybe the nice weather in February. That could very well be the, the, the crux of it, at least for the people who come over from the UK. And certainly a lot of relationships that have been built between your staff and your volunteers and the guests to seem to recor- recruit um, other guests to come with them the following year. Absolutely. We've had we've had some really good luck with a few people. Um, um, some names specifically are like Gary Russell and Paul Cornell, who have really been ambassadors for the convention overseas. And surprisingly, Stephen Moffat as well, who, who sent us a lovely uh, hello message and he was sorry he couldn't make it. And uh, um, that's just because he had such a great time before he got the uh, the job that he's currently doing, um, that he's kind of also been a very, very much a goodwill ambassador for the event. Mm-hmm. Sad to say, I have to assume that he probably won't return to Galley Galley until after his tenure as executive producer is over, given how busy he is. I I think that's probably true, but at the same time, um, I know it's on his mind. He made a lot of friends here the couple years he was here, and um, I know several people have actually gotten emails from him um, over the course of the weekend that he would love to be here, but the man is very busy, and we completely recognize that. You are. You were also for a certain amount of time um, home to one of the biggest um, online communities of Doctor Who fans, uh, the former Outpost Gallifrey. Um, what was it like, sort of, uh, watching that site grow, and what led you to decide to um, hand over the torch to uh, successor websites? Well, first of all, I um, the, the the website itself came into existence to promote the convention. I mean, it was always the convention responsible for for everything. It really took a life of its own, especially when we opened our forum in 2001. And um, I, I'm not sure why it was such a central uh, central point for, for online fandom for so long. People enjoyed it. People had a good time with it. What led us to, well, what led me to, to really close it in... Um, 
I started losing interest in actually doing it in 2007. You know how people get tired. I mean, when you run something for so long, when you do something and it's such a big part of your life, you know, you get kind of tired of it. And in about 2007, it was like, it wasn't as fun as it was in the past. And last year, it was just, it was a natural time for it to end. Um, and um, I'm glad the way it was when it was, uh, when it was an operation, but I'm really, I, I'm much happier now that I'm not doing it anymore. It was time for it to go. It, it gives you space to think about other things, and it probably keeps you a little fresher for uh, the convention itself. Absolutely. I mean, I have a lot of other things that I do with my career and so forth. Um, I work in education, and, and it's a... Uh, um, at a certain point in time, it becomes a little bit too much for any one person to handle. But I'm really glad with the um, the forum that has succeeded at Gallifrey Base, who are the people who are really running out plus Gallifrey for me for the last couple of years, took over uh, the whole thing with Gallifrey Base, and, and they've done a splendid job. And they're all very, very good friends of mine. Speaking of things getting big, really big, um, let's talk about the growth of the convention here. Um, the With... 1,500 people at the, at the last count that I heard. Um, this has become so big that you've almost got multiple conventions within the conventions. You've got the, the Ravelry and Knitters group. You've got the cosplayers. You've got the big finish, you know, things like that. Is that sort of what you see is the future of this convention as it keeps getting bigger, uh, assuming that it keeps getting bigger, maintaining the family feeling of Gallifrey One is going to be all the more crucial. Well, I, I definitely believe that that family feeling will be maintained. Uh, we, we put on the convention that we want to experience ourselves, and I think that kind of shows with, with the, way we, uh, the way we look after our guests, the way we look after our attendees, really. Um, you know, everybody is as important as everyone else. I was quite shocked to see the little knitting circle in, the, in our little TARDIS photo area the other day. That kind of surprised me a bit. Cosplay has really taken off in the last couple of years, too. It wasn't something that was crucial to the convention until probably 2007, and then it really started to, to kind of take a life of its own. I think that maybe <clears throat> there, there's certainly room for improvement, but at the same time, there will never be, we will never get to the point where we are looking at this convention as a commodity. It's, it's for and about the fans that come here. And um, I hope it stays that way for the rest of the time that we do it. And my last question to you is, uh, now that uh, Gallifrey 21 is behind us, you know, pretty soon the planning for Gallifrey 22 will be uh, going on. What's in your crystal bar for that, for 2011, and why should people come? Well, first of all, Peter Davison is coming, as he sent us a wonderful video where he confirmed that fact. Uh, Sarah Sutton, who unfortunately couldn't be here at the last minute due to a family emergency, will be here for our convention next year as well. We're going to, we're really, we really like the fact that we blend both classic and new Doctor Who, and so I would expect a lot of guests from from the various eras of the series, and um, I hope a few surprises along the way. Thanks for your time, Sean. I appreciate it. Thanks. That was Sean Lyon for, uh, at the Gallifrey One Convention, and this is the Two Minute Time Lord podcast. Uh, you can find me on the web at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com or on Twitter at Numeral Two Minute Time Lord or Facebook at Numeral Two Minute Time Lord. Don't you guys get tired of hearing me say that all the time? Thanks for listening. <laughs>